champ is here. Uh huh. The champ is here. I have arrived. The champ is here. Holla. The champ is here. Listen, I'ma kill him with the first verse, and I'ma bury him with the second. Auto Press episode 39. Please refer to me as Robert Jones for the <laughs> remainder of this episode. Well, we had a little Texas scramble today for a charity event. For a charity event, JP's a last minute fill in. And uh, as I always am, I'm, I'm the number one last minute call. Hey, can't think of anybody else. Oh, oh, JP's got nothing going on. Let, let's get him to play a scramble. Tell him, tell him how you played today, JP. I mean, Texas scramble. Texas scramble. Didn't have a lot of good drives. There, you had three pop ups in a row at one point. There were there were a few pop ups, but I think I made like eleven birdies and hold out one one wedge shot. Hold on, shot. that's too many. Too many. Nine birdies. Nine birdies and hold out a wedge shot and a whole lot of sixty eight yard wedge shot. So I got a little aggressive there with the eleven number. <laughs> 11 was the correct amount under, but... So I shot 61 in the Texas scramble. And you missed a five-footer on the last hole that I didn't feel bad about you missing. So playing other people's golf balls, other people's drives, I shot 11 under. <laughs> you know what that tells me? Drive it better. Uh, who was it? We were talking to, to Richard on the way home, and you're like, well... He's like, well, I guess you just need to figure out hit it farther. <laughs> yeah. It's an easy game from... It's two days in a row. I, I, I played one yesterday, too, and made seven birdies in an eagle. Golly. So at, if, you, at Chattahoochee. if anybody needs a has a hired gun that they need for, for a Texas scramble, well, it, it call funny. JP. We, we were talking about it. We were like, could we, could we invent a golf tournament where it's like, all right, you pick somebody to drive it. So you got Gary Woodland to drive it. Kevin Kisner to hit iron shots. Kevin okay. not hit putts. Yeah, you like, told you you made the comment today. I think after our seventeenth hole that if if you could putt for me, I'd still be on tour. Yeah, I did. I was. The only the, false part about that is I was never on tour. <laughs> Whatever. In my mind, you were. But, if, you, if you could have putted for me out there, I'd, if you could have putted for me yesterday in my four ball qualifier, we probably men. Yeah, let, let, let's backtrack a little bit on that. So, David Denham, winner of the. Tim Aquana. Tim Aquana Cup. Tim Aquana Cup. Big, big mid-am. Four, or not four ball. Big mid-am individual event down in Jacksonville, Florida. Yep. He shoots five under, wins it. A lot yep. of wind. Um, big win, though. I mean, guys that have made deep runs into the U.S. Mid-am. Mid-am. Joe DeRainey. The, the defending mid-am champ, um, Lucas Whatever from Australia played. Oh, he he played this week. Yeah, finished the, middle of the back. The guy who just won. Who just won two the weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. Dang, go get go get you some denim. So he played in that. He he sent us a trophy picture Sunday night at like nine p.m. I knew you guys were in trouble from that point. <laughs> so our, so our qualifier was yesterday. This is Tuesday night. We're recording this, but our qualifier was Monday. We tee off at nine ten at Berkeley Hills in Atlanta. Um, David gets back into Athens about 9.30 and has to leave about 6.30 the next morning to avoid the Atlanta traffic. And we shot five under, and we missed it by three shots. Yeah. I mean, you, you got shot, what, three on the front, two on the back? Yeah. You started on the back. So I, I was trying to follow along. Another sign that I knew you were in trouble was when I got a text message from you 
asking me if I could play in a scramble today. <laughs> That's when I knew your focus wasn't there. Well, we just had, I mean, <laughs> stuff was going on. Yeah. We we had some, things were moving, things were shaking. And we I, needed needed some help for today. I, I, I should have been there. I apologize. I mean, that was my bread and butter. I, I, I didn't know you both had to carry your own bag. Yeah, I have not... I have not walked and carried my own bag since that event two years ago when I showed up and didn't know I was having to walk and carry my own bag. And at that time, I was fighting, fighting plantar fasciitis because I was training for a marathon. <laughs> I was in a walking boot. So just some, how many people, so the year that you did make it, how many people played in that one? Do you remember? Probably about the same. Uh, yesterday, there were 51 teams for two spots. Okay. Was and it, I think it was about the same last time. Maybe a few less teams, but... When when you showed up yesterday, did anybody know you made it to quarterfinals? They didn't come up and tell me they knew. I'm, I don't think were, so. Were people like you? You didn't get that feeling that eyes were on you. No, I mean, like, I like you know, I'm, when you show up at a tournament, sometimes and you're expected to do well, there'd be some people checking you out. Like, okay, these guys know what's going on. They may have been looking out for. I mean, you they, guys have been poster childs of the USGA four ball website for two and a half, <laughs> they three took, years. For some reason, take that picture. Yeah. It's a great picture. And he's the logo. Yeah. They were probably looking for David Denham. They probably weren't looking for me. I don't know. I, it, it was, it was fun to try and follow along. I, I, I do wish you guys had done better. It's a crapshoot though. At the end of the day, I mean, you're playing against Nick Cassini. He, he played on the PGA tour, uh, Few yeah, there were a few other guys who just don't work. There are a lot of good players, and when you only have two spots, um, you got to play really well when there are 51 teams in two spots. Yeah. And you got to have a lot of things go your way. We had a couple putts, uh, a couple shots, a couple putts that just lipped out, didn't go in, that could have built some momentum. And one of those things. One, we had a one, good time. One of the crazier things that I've ever seen, though, I mean, I was there with you guys for the, the run you made. And it, I mean, it felt like a deep run, and it was a deep run. But making the quarterfinals of the U.S. four ball does not grant you an exemption to the next year. <laughs> yeah, that was, and that's just like mind blowing to, to me. Yeah, you make the semifinals, so they exempt four teams. Yeah, like it's tough. What are we doing there, USGA? Mike Davis, I guess he's not in charge anymore of anything, but there's always somebody else out there. Let's yeah, I don't know. That I don't know who's in charge anymore, but. That was a poor. That is poor. But they do the same. They've gotten a little better now. Talking about the USGA with their USAM exemptions, where you can get in if you're in like the top forty. Like Spencer Ralston got in USAM this year the, on the exemption. Wagger. Yeah, because he he was like he was an alternate. alternate, and then but he, he was got like, in because he he won the players and had done well throughout college, so that got him in. But he, he was, was like top wagger. Yeah, he was like top fifty in the. So world the, am, the Wagger is the world exempt, amateur golf the, the, ranking. They'll exempt the top 50 of the Wagger and then the top five after that from a certain point, if that makes sense. So, like, the top 50 are exempt at the time of entry. And then there's a certain week where it's, like, the top five that weren't qualified from that. That could have moved in. That could have moved in. And he was one of that, um, which paid off well for him. Yeah. Anyway, what um, what else has happened? So we haven't done a we haven't done a show in two weeks. We not two weeks. We we skipped a week. And and what happened last week is JP actually came over to my house. Got here about nine nine fifteen. 
and him and my wife Anna ended up in a debate and next thing I know it was ten forty five and heated, it was a, heated argument. A heated a heated debate. Heated argument. And uh next thing I know it was ten forty five and, and I was like, Well, I just want to go to bed. Yeah, and I did too. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody was tired, so we just went to bed. So we both, we both kinda looked at each other like, Well, are you feeling it? <laughs> No, we, we, we weren't. It's like, no, I'm tired. But you know what? We've we've made amends. Anna is the best. And actually, January 11th, a Saturday, Anna and I are going to a uh, <laughs> Celine Dion concert together. In uh, in a box. Yeah, and all, and all JP's euphoria of his round today, he ended what up that? in the... What does that word mean? Like you're just just floating on on clouds just so oh, excited yeah yeah about your 61 in a texas shamble <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that he went to an auction that he won a silent auction event you never win a silent auction <laughs> by the way <laughs> well that's the best part my, my my favorite story of like 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 a lot of people out there listening know my dad and he's for, for better terms, a glorified redneck. I don't know. Um, he calls me one time when I'm at Auburn, and I, I did a little two-year vacation in Auburn. My dad calls me and he goes, "Hey JP, how far are you from Roswell, Georgia?" I I don't know, an hour and a half. He goes, "Well, I need you to get up there. I I, I just won a car off eBay." <laughs> I go, "Dad, you you don't win cars off eBay. You you buy cars off eBay." <laughs> He goes, oh, whatever it is, I just, I just want an old truck. You gotta go get it. So I had to drive up. And Kevin Hafner, actually, we've talked about him a bunch on the pod. He drove me up to Roswell, right off Roswell Bridge Road. I had never driven stick in my life. I had the guy that my dad won, quote, won this car from, teach me how to drive it, and drove it back. And you drove it down eighty five. Yeah, and I had it going so fast that I blew the motor like. The, the the coolant was spitting out of it. Um, I had to stop, call my grandpa, who was in Auburn, and he's like, JP, that thing doesn't need to be going over 55. How how fast are you going? I'm going like 70. Yeah, just going the speed yeah. limit. The thing is just spitting this green fluid all over the windshield, and I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, <sighs> thankfully, my dad does not know how to listen to podcasts. So he will not hear this he would part. Not like that story. He wouldn't like that story. No. Uh, but I did not win the Celine Dion tickets. I I purchased them in an accidental silent auction. Well, you got them, so that's yeah. all that matters. Works out. Works out. And it, it's funny because we have talked about going to it for a long time. But outside of that, I mean, big weekend in golf uh, for me personally. You want me to bring it up? Yeah, go for it. My uncle Steve listens to this podcast all the time. He's a uh, Shoal Creek member. Okay. Yeah. Not sure if he's going to appreciate me blasting him for that. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't want phone calls like, hey, bring me out there. But he invited me about a month ago to play Shoal Creek and a little member guest they had. So I, I was able to swing that. Hold on. This was a member guest you played in? It was a one-day member guest thing oh, okay. on Friday. Okay. So I got you. Yeah, so Friday was a member a guest day, mm. I guess you could call it. Okay. So I went and played in that. 
leading up to it, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to go play Shoal Creek. Cool. Had you never played Shoal Creek? Never before? played Shoal Creek. Okay. And it's a big trivia. You know, it's Tom Ground. He, he won the 84 PGA. Who? Trevino. Oh, Trevino. So, like, to the Kircher family, Shoal Creek is pretty important. Yeah. Real quick backstory. Trevino stayed with your grandparents. Yep. When he won the... And not, not my uncle that invited me. So, it's, it's kind of funny. Hold on, hold on. When did he stay with your... 68 U.S. Open at Oak Hill. Okay. Stayed so... with my grandparents on my dad's side. Okay, my, my, so back to I just wanted people to know what Trevino, mm-hmm. why you were saying that. So, so Trevino also won the PGA Shoal Creek. He won the PGA Shoal Creek in '84. Okay, which my uncle on my mom's side, my my mom's brother, is a member of Shoal Creek. He invites me to this thing, so I'm like, "This sounds great. I'll get down there." Then he texts me in the middle of the week last week, "Hey man, you want to play Saturday morning too?" I can get another room. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe we're staying at Motel 6, whatever. I don't, I don't know what's around there. So I, I pull up to Stroll Creek, take my bag out of the car. He's like, hey, get your overnight bag too. I'm staying above the pro shop. <laughs> yeah, they have so little cottages. They got little cottages. So I play 18 holes, uh, hang out with cool caddy. This, this guy's daughters had played at Auburn. It was big War Eagle Day. Actually, got in kind of a fight with the caddy. Uh, That's okay. That happens. Lexi Thompson was a friend of his, <laughs> and when I found that out, I knew you. I know you couldn't let that I, go. I, I can't hold back from, and, and and we we argued all day about how far she moved that putt. <laughs> I, we even pulled the YouTube video, and I was oh. like, "Listen, man, I hold I hold up my fingers, and and I don't know if Stuart can see." Well, yeah, oh, I, I, know, I know Stewart can see. Nobody else can see out there. But it's, what is that? Like an inch? Maybe, yeah. And this is what I did to him. I was like, she moved it this far. And it's a substantial amount. And we got into this big argument, made a bad about it. All the, I mean, it was just a nonsense thing. But You didn't tell me all that. Oh, yeah. It, it, it kept carrying on because his daughter grew up with Lexi. Yeah. And he caddied for like Curtis and Nicholas on tours. He on on tour they call him Button Down Dave, and he's a great guy. Like I've I've got no problem with him, other than he loves Lexi Thompson, and whatever that that that's his own problem. You maybe. would you wouldn't dare just relentlessly not let it go, would you? Oh, so for he was our caddy for Friday and Saturday, so the whole time. It was just, hey, watch me mark this one. Make sure I don't do what Lexi did. <laughs> and, and then, like, somebody else would mark their ball that we're playing with. And they'd, they'd give themselves a little favor. Yeah, that's a Lexi mark there, buddy. <laughs> he didn't like any of that. What do you think about Shoal Creek? Dude, Shoal Creek, that is an experience. If you haven't been there, I mean, you have. I know you have. Mm-hmm. Um awesome golf course it's a walking only facility i didn't know that i didn't know that it was like they they discriminate riding which is cool in my mind yeah so the whole day you're just kind of out there just moving. do you have to take a caddy i feel like you probably do i i i never found that out what the rules were um i didn't i didn't want to really 
ask about that. I, I think I'd asked one of the caddies, and he was just like, oh, yeah, they, they all take caddies. And I mean, they like, probably, like, they may make them. When I grew up caddying at Oak Hill, there were rules where if you had so many guests, you had to take a caddy if you had so oh, many. Oh, I got you. Like, like, there were things like that. But I on Saturday, so Friday was a guest day. Every, every group had two caddies. They even brought a couple of pros from the shop. Um, Saturday, there were a couple of people walking by themselves. They saw a tote in their own bag. So I'm thinking you don't have to. If Probably you're in, not have to. Which, that's fine. I mean. So so there was a debate on the um, Cow's Locks text chain about Shoal Creek or Willow Point. Which would you rather play? I mean, on a day-to-day basis, it's, t- it, it's tough for me. <laughs> I am, am I walking or riding? <laughs> That's the deciding factor. It's a big factor because, I mean, I you can walk Shoal Creek for seven days in a row and not have any problem. And I'm not in the best of shape. And I'm, I'm never going to sit there and be like, yeah, I'm Iron Man. I, I'm Ernie Els. Like, here we go. Let's just walk everywhere <laughs> but you can walk Shoal Creek all day every day and have no problems with it but you can't walk Willow Point every day um Tita Green I don't know and I, I think I sent out a text in that thing that Willow Point was pretty awesome comparatively uh whew. This, this, is is, not, this is not a not an easy call for you this is not an easy call for me uh well, we won't make you make that decision right now. You can think I mean, about I, it. I think the experience that I had at, at Shoal Creek and yeah. n- no knock on the MI, the, the Meacham Invitational, no knock on them. So I had an experience at Shoal Creek where I showed up. I stayed above the pro shop. So I woke up in the morning. The range was right there. My bag was on the range. Uh, I had breakfast basically on the range. That was an experience. Yeah, you know, that's good. That, that's not an experience that I had at Willow Point. Willow Point experience. You're hanging out in the kill cabin over there, no, Yogi's kill yeah, cabin, which is awesome. That, that's I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from that, but I never had to move from Shoal Creek, <laughs> you know. And there's parts of Shoal Creek where maybe the caddy drugged me. We're not sure yet, Steve. I know you're gonna listen to this, but. Friday afternoon, I, I don't remember talking about green complexes, but apparently I did talk about green complexes. And I'm, a, I'm yeah, I'm going to accuse the caddy of drugging me. <laughs> Sounds like it. And I didn't get drugged at Willow Point. I, I remember everything about Willow Point. So we need, you probably just need to make a pro con list of each one and decide. I need to do like back to back weekends at each place and just figure it out well, from there. Well, obviously you had Shoal Creek, so. We'll see if any of the Alex City friends offered offer up a weekend for you to try to to try yeah, to top they, that. They they did it for me at well, the Meacham But you can but it it will a point you can stay over there right by ten T and you could would never have to leave. It's pretty impressive that miss you just had on your shirt. Anyway. <laughs> this is why we needed this is why we needed to get on YouTube. I keep telling Anna that we're gonna we're gonna figure out how to put this to show on we're YouTube. Live. Yeah, right we, there from the man cave. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, they would have people would have loved to see that. Shoal Creek that, is. A, I, I'm going to give the nod to Shoal Creek. Shoal Creek. I am settled. I, I'm I'm going Shoal Creek with the nod. Uh, the experience that they have with everything, they they've, they've got 
different rooms to hang out in to watch games. The the locker room is top notch. There's snacks, candy, all sorts of nonsense going on that takes yourself above the experience that you can get at Willow Point. And I think Shoal Creek is a better experience. I do. Boom. Roasted. Yeah. It's not roasted. They're different experiences. No, I was just quoting and, a line from yeah. the office. They're different experiences. And, and listen, you see how much of a struggle this is for me. But my weekend at Shoal Creek was second to none. I mean, I woke up on the driving range, basically. Well, for it's good for you. Not a, all people would love that. That's a different story, too. I mean, where I woke up wasn't exactly where I was supposed to wake up. Let's let's move we'll, on. We'll move on from this. Which way do you want to go? Uh, I got I got a good movement. Akshay Batia. Yeah. Third straight miscut. And then he tried to Monday. And for, he tried to Monday. You kind of you seem kind of out on Akshay Batia. I've been out on Akshay Batia. Akshay Batia, just to for anybody who doesn't know, is a a kid is. I guess he's 18 now. Is he 17 or 18? I think 17 still. And, you know, he's had some good junior wins. He won a... He won back-to-back junior PGAs. And then, as JP said, a rain-shortened Jones Cup. Rain-shortened. Which is some college players down and played at Ocean Forest. And he made it to the finals of the U.S. Junior. Which which you, you would do that tomorrow. Uh, no, I wouldn't. But yes, yes, thank you would. You. If if you played in the U.S. Junior tomorrow in the same field he played in, you've got just as good a chance to make it to the finals. I promise you, Stuart. Uh, anyway, with with what you know now in the game, let's be real. You've learned no. a lot more. Yes, you could. I, I could manage my game a lot better than those kids, but you'll make it to the. F- every one of those kids hits it like three hundred and twenty yards. Yeah, but the wrong way. Still, you're gonna make it to the finals every time you played in the U.S. Junior. I would probably make match play. Mm-hmm. I would go that far. You'll beat Akshay Batia's. <laughs> anyway, he 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 played. But uh, hold on. But now he he got a. You tweeted something out, asking about how much money he got from Callaway. Right. So he signed a big deal with Callaway. He's 17 years old. He's got. He had three starts in a row, missed the cuts. Now he's Monday. And I guess he's going to Q school. He's in second stage Q school based on top five Wagger ranking, okay. which is world amateur golf ranking. Yeah. That gets him to second stage. So he's going to that. And then he's also just doing Monday qualifiers, which apparently he's not good at because he's played in 35 plus of them and qualified once. Yeah, that's not great. I mean, this guy, pack it up, buddy. <laughs> go, he, he needs he needs to go enroll in technical college because he, he's not going to make any money on the PGA Tour. Well, we were talking. Oh my gosh, I, I, I'll say it. I just I just did. I don't care. I'm not an Akshay Batia fan. I'm tired of his nonsense. And he sat there and called out one of our friends from the pod during his podcast of Nulling Up, saying he took money off I took Pat money Kizire. off Pat and Kazire, and that's not cool to me. Let it rest, buddy. So you think he's the next Ty Tryon? No, I, I think Ty Tryon's had a better career than this guy ever will have. Ty Tryon is 
oh, he's maybe a year or two younger than me. Made it through Q school when he was 17. Mm-hmm. Actually made it through Made it all Q the way school. through Q school, but then he couldn't play on the tour for like six months because he wasn't 18 yet. Yeah. But he had a top 10 finish at Bay Hill during that span. Yeah. Because he got into Bay Hill as a sponsor's invite in a top 10. This guy's done nothing. Well, I think the jury's out. I think it's a little tough to say he's never going to make it on the PGA Tour. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd take people we know above him. Spencer Ralston would smoke him every day. Well, I think he could have benefited from going to college and learning, playing against some of those guys and, and just learning about from a coach or from other players how to manage manage the golf course. Obviously, he hits it a long way and yeah, he hits and it far. can, he does can a G- play some good golf. GG swing tips or whatever. George um, Gankus. I just want to know. Like, why is there no story on what his parents do? There's, he, I guess they don't want one. He's played in 35 plus, 35 plus Monday qualifiers and made it to one on the Corn Ferry Tour. Made the cut there. It was at RTJ down in Prattville, Alabama. But 35 Monday qualifiers, how much is that? that that's 10 grand plus. Yeah. On entry fees. That's alone. just entry fees. That's just entry fees. It's a lot of money for no hey, return. Hey, we want our kid to be a pro golfer. <laughs> and and there was no chance of a return because this was when he was an amateur. Right. Well, I'm sure the money they got that he got from Callaway. It must have been pretty substantial. I, I wish sure they was. would re- release that stuff. What was he, six in the, the World Amateur Golf Ranking? Well, you said he was top five at some I point. I did say he was top five. So, yeah. Whatever. Well, well, did you see the... He the, can go sit on a thumb. Did you see the records that Kevin Na set this weekend? With putting? Well... Or walking putts in. He Both. But he made he made the most feet of putts ever in a PGA Tour event. He definitely walked in the most. But he also is the first guy that's ever won a Tour event. Well, they started keeping strokes gain off the, or off the tee into the green 15 years ago. He had negative strokes gained. No way. Off the tee? For the for the week. I didn't strokes see Strokes gained, tee to green, he was negative. And he won. First guy that's ever done that. Damn. But how do you do that? You make the most feet of putts. He, how many feet of putts? He made like 440 feet in the first three rounds. It was over. It was like 560 feet going into the maybe 17 or 18. What do you think about him walking him in? I think that's great. You like it? Yeah. People people have completely turned around on Kevin Na in a good way for him. Remember, people used to slow play. He's annoying this well, and this. He had those flinches off the driver. <laughs> yeah. But now people love it when he's walking them in. Um, did, did you see what he brought up about the Korean fans? Mm-mm. He... I heard his interview he with supp- Chantal McCabe. He supposedly went on some like game show over there, and his ex fiance sued him in 2013 or 14, and he settled with her for like $170,000 that she said that he treated her like a sex slave. <laughs> yes. 
like and somebody tweeted out and they were like i i never would have known this This came out this week yes and because he apologized and he said that he was on good standing with the korean fans and somebody said like what that, is that's what that that's, that's what, what his whole interview was about? yes i thought he's been married to the same girl for a long like i no, thought he's a big that's family what, man that's what came out Somebody I thought he had like a out. kid with her. With they were like, I never. Well, he does, but this was his. This was before. Oh my god! But this is deep. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, this talk about JP needing to watch more golf. Buy me a TV, somebody. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, I just picked all this up on on Twitter, but I didn't want to tell you about it beforehand. Just apparently not. I mean, I just spent five hours with you today in a golf. Shit. How many how many hours do you think we spend together today? Um, I picked we, you up at eight fifteen, and I dropped you off at four fifty five. So that's nine hours, almost ten hours. Plus this, plus this, and, and this didn't come up once. I was hiding it from you. <laughs> but anyway, somebody was like, "I never would have known any of this if he hadn't said any." Like, that, what in the world is he talking about? Yeah. Is that what that whole Chantel McCabe thing was about? That's what somebody said. How it was crazy as that. It was yeah. I, I've tried to find it. You can't find it on YouTube. You've got, you've got to go back and actually watch the coverage. To find the interview? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about your big thing on Twitter. Oh, I may or may not be dating Amanda Bellionis <laughs> at this point. I mean, there's a good chance that I am. <laughs> Tell everybody what happened. So, Amanda Balionis sent some tweet out about yoga, which I'm a big fan of yoga practice, <laughs> you know? And I asked her how one could get started in yoga. And she quote tweeted me, mm. and told me how to get started in yoga practice. In, in, uh, Going to a class. You sent it to me. Lee Rogers sent it to both of us. Yeah. I I, I didn't know if I should have asked her to go to a class in Atlanta. Would be too forward. Maybe you should ask her to go to a Celine Dion concert with you. I already have a date for that. Oh, okay. God dig Anna. <laughs> Especially after last week. <laughs> but, I mean... My 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 favorite response to that, and people aren't gonna res- aren't gonna believe this, but Don Bazelli is my friend. We still have not seen him on the podcast. I sent a screenshot of the interaction with Dom, and he said, "How are you not blocked?" <laughs> <laughs> Which great question. Speaking of like coming on the podcast, we're still waiting on Dom to come on the podcast. He says he wants to do it in person, so we've got to get him to come to Georgia. In person? I don't know. This is what he said. Well, I don't even think there's a tour event in Georgia. A tour championship? (laughs) Okay. He he might just come to Georgia anyway, he said, just to hang out. Okay. Well, if he ever does, then... He can come play with B. Todd for a couple days. Yeah. We could probably figure out how to get that episode on YouTube. Yeah, I'm, I looked up at the ceiling there to figure out where that would go. How oh, we can figure I'm, that out. I'm also looking at these pictures here. You got Houston people. Are you even an Atlanta Braves fan? Absolutely, I'm a Braves fan. Big game five tomorrow. All right, all right. 
Speaking of Francis Bod, Trevor Sluman, second on the China tour, killing it. Awesome when do, so when does that when's the last event? This is the last week right now. They canceled the last week. So Is he so he's second? He's second right now. It's gonna be hard for him to get first. But it's gonna guarantee him a lot of starts on the Corn Ferry tour. Yeah. Because um, cause they got to where the Corn Ferry and the Canadian tour money guys are are one through ten on those are higher up than they've been in the past reshuffles. Right. And I think it's five, six, maybe five, five or six through ten are guaranteed two or three starts, but they're guaranteed final stage so they can improve that. Yeah. And him being second is guaranteed a certain number of starts, eight to ten starts. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So he can, he can, he can almost make his own schedule. Yeah. Plus and he, he can go to finals. Plus he's in finals, so he can improve it there, make some more cash there. They canceled one event over these whole protests. Oh, the and Hong Kong protests? They did, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about and that. And then they they made the... So this last tournament he's playing in is double the purse. Oh. So it's a big deal. But he probably can't catch first. He'd, he'd have to win. He's got to win, probably. Yeah. Well, why not? Let's go Trevor. But his girlfriend won the Symmetra Tour event. And hopefully we're going to get her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah let's go. Laura, you're, you're up next. Um, I think she's top 35. It's kind of funny how that all works out. Like, you got the Pillars, Martin, Jarena Pillar. And then you got Trevor Sluman and Laura Restrepo. They're all just making it work. That'd be tough. Both. You, you'd think so. I mean, dating somebody that's gone as much as you are? It was funny. So the week that I caddied for Trevor, she showed up, and obviously you can't go hit balls where he's hitting balls. They, She went and found a place every day, like a muni or a local country club, to go hit balls at to keep her game sharp. They said, no, I guess they wouldn't let her practice there at the course. Yeah, and... I mean, no reciprocal privilege. Maverick, privileges. Maverick McNeely was playing Daniel Kang, or yeah, he dates Daniel Kang. She was out there following along. Interesting. Um, every day, wearing. Nothing. He's uh, he he played well. A lot of the good out in Vegas. A lot of the rookies are playing really well. That's good. Speaking of Vegas, how low did they go? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, if you get good weather out there, then I don't care. They're shooting ten hundred and fiftieth place. Yeah, what was it, twenty three or four under one? Well, something pretty low. Yeah. Um, Houston Open this week. B top playing again. Is he? Yeah, I don't think he is. Well, uh, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. You can look it up, or we can, or we can just text him. He was. Obviously, you let him in that you'd shot 61 in a Texas scramble. Yeah, he's playing. And he texted me and said, did he's, JP he's, he, whip your ass today? He texted you after that? Yeah. He's got a tee time at 105. Okay, well, he's playing. We need be Todd. We need be Todd to have a good week, get some momentum going into RSM, getting ready for Hawaii. He's playing with Chad Campbell and Mark Hubbard. Well... 
We need B Todd to get some momentum going. And Dom's playing too. And Patton. Got a crew. We got them all. Who you picking? Uh, B Todd. We, we got no picks. This is. What are we asking? You got an auto press move of the week? Yeah. Jacob Brinson that we played with today. Literally, he broke out a teardrop putter that was that he bought for nine ninety nine, <laughs> and he also informed us that his three wood that he paid ten dollars for it, and which so, he didn't use. He used my three wood, and uh, he actually hit the ball pretty well. Yeah, he he did not hit his three wood, but he said it was like a spaghetti noodle um, shaft, and his that he could wood? hit it either way. So he didn't hit it, but he did hit it pretty good. Yeah, he for he, for what I expected out of him. Yeah, he's he, he did solid. I mean, they're baseball players. They baseball players once they quit playing baseball, a bunch can yeah. translate pretty well to golf, hitting the ball. Yeah. But uh, but I put a picture up because he he said he paid nine ninety nine for that. Putt. I, it was like the third or fourth hole. I was like, is that a teardrop putter? But then we thought it was a knockoff teardrop. <laughs> yeah, but it was an actually teardrop. Thing was incredible. Do you remember the stand-up putters they used to have? Oh, where you, where you throw it on the green and then walk behind it and the chairs <laughs> lined up. <laughs> yeah. Those things are cool. I mean, how many gadget like putters and? But how do those things go away? I, I don't know. I remember one one a guy named Brian Smith had a stand-up putter at Chattahoochee, and it was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. I'm pretty sure that uh, Matt ever used one. A stand-up putter? Yeah. This I like, think you may be right. He had that, like, brick. It was, like, yeah. a big... But it was, but it had, like, a... It had, like, a teardrop face where it was mm-hmm. uh, curved. I think you're sure right. Had, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had one. People will try anything when it comes to putting. My, my, uh... Did I just take your auto-press move of the week? No, I'm, I'm trying to think what, what mine was... Besides auto-pressing myself for buying those Celine Dion tickets, is that an auto-press move? Yeah. I mean, when you get so excited about your golf today, I mean, your golf was unbelievable today. The, the amount of putts that you made. I'm the best, I'm the best putter in Georgia at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you told me. You told me after... That's One of the holes day that you were the best putter out there today. Well, on property, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was better putter than me? No, hold on, don't don't laugh. I mean, I, I'm it's true. Like like we won the tournament. Yeah. And I made a lot of butts. Was there any you you didn't put better than me? No, not nobody, nobody even nobody close. We played nobody we played with putted better than me. No. Um. So I can't I'll press that. Uh. Will a point. No, can't auto press anybody there. Oh, yesterday at Chattahoochee, I played another scramble, cherry scramble. Two guys showed up with elastic waistbands with shirts tucked into them. Oh, wow. Yeah, to play. And one of them had an orchard golf bag. Oh, no. Which is my home course here in Georgia. That is not good they, for they you. Had, they had elastic waistbands. Like sweatpants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two guys. And a collared shirt? Yeah. Collared shirt, elastic waistbands. Were they like sweatpants or were they like jogging pants? They were like warm-up pants. Like, like, the... like jogging warm-up pants. Oh, man. 
I mean, I've seen a lot of no, bad these, outfits. I've never these, seen... These were bad. I couldn't quite get a picture because every time I pulled my phone, they kind of stared at me. And it was kind of weird. weren't discreet enough. Didn't you have a guy take his whole bag across the... Oh, yeah. So, we're playing Texas Scramble and... Number eight. The, the group, in, group in front of us was about three or four holes behind. It's hard to do. <laughs> Very hard to do. And they got to the green on eight at Chattahoochee, and one of the guys pulled his bag off the cart and carried it the whole way across the green to hit a wedge. I could also auto press myself with that because I got to a par three today and. <laughs> What did I have? Nine? I think Brian took a picture. I had nine clubs out there with me. Although I think that was a... Uh, That's think, kind of a ploy. Yeah. I was just playing around. Well, that's been fun. I, I think... Uh, that was a fun one. We'll, we'll be back next week, maybe. I don't know. We're we're kind of spacing them out a little bit. There's not a ton of interest in the actual golf tournaments. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk about what was going on this week. Yeah, I mean... We'll get fired up with golf again once once we get back in January and people get really interested. We got a lot of football, baseball playoffs. Yeah, but we we don't know enough about to talk about all that. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll be back either next week or the next. Love you guys. Always auto press. They blew up the chicken man in Philly last night And they blew up his house too Down on the boardwalk, they're ready for a fight Gonna see what them racket boys can do Now there's trouble busting in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on a promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on By the skin of his teeth Everything dies